0: It's the people party. Live from the blue note. Salah Party people is the BKMC, the MCEO, the Little Lebowski, urban achiever, Talib quali and the place to be. We are in Napa Valley. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. I want to shout out De La Soul because we just did an interview with De La Soul, and we didn't have no umbrellas. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. um, <laughs> And so these are my brothers, and they 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 powered through it. But now, we got some umbrellas, you know what I'm saying? Because we learning on the job, we here at the Jazz Festival, and a uh, shout out to everybody who's performing, including Big Frida, who's on stage now. Big Frida, of course, is people's party, on. family, and alumni, Good. word is bond. Today's guest is absolutely foundational to what I do as a musician. Me being a black man born in America, me being a hip hop artist, me being someone who does music that's sample based, I can't overstate how important this man's contributions to not just my life, but to the culture are. Some of his albums include some of my best jokes of friends, R&B skeletons in the closet, computer games, Cinderella theory, hey man, smell my finger. It's it's too many to name. Um, Gangsters love this music. With his group, Parliament, he uh, had an iconic run and still have an iconic run. We got up for the downstroke, Chocolate City. We call DC, Chocolate City, because of this group, Mothership Connection. The clones of Dr. Funkenstein. He got a lot of aliases, by the way, because he says aliases never get old. With his group, Funkadelic, we got the self-titled debut album, Funkadelic. The incredibly titled, Free Your Mind, Ass Will Follow, America Eats It's Young, Cosmic Slop. Standing on the verge of getting it on. Let's take it to the stage. It's it's too many, one nation on the groove, Uncle Jam, it's too many to name. He will be around for as long as fun is around. Rock and roll Hall of Famer, a pioneer of Afrofuturism, Dr. Funkenstein, Star Child, the Prime Minister Bruce, of Bruce. Funk. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the incredible George
1: Clinton in a place to be. Thank you, Coyle. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. You know, um, damn, that sounds like a lot of work there. but um, That's a lot of work. I'm just getting started, man. Hey. I'm just getting started. You can see all the names of the things you just mentioned. You know, that's, yeah. that's the backdrop of about 50 years, 55 years. Yeah. With, starting with doo back in New Jersey. That's right. By way of Motown, by way of Canada. That's right. By way of LA, you know. So I've been getting around and having a chance to meet a lot of styles of music. Uh And I participated with a lot of kids that came up after us. And I've enjoyed that being a part of the history of, say, the birth of rock and roll, Uh right through my years of. Being with Motown, really wanted to be a part of that family. Yeah. Which is what fueled a lot of my energy, wanting to be part of that. Right. Wanting to live up to working with, you know, Ray Gordy in the yeah. New York office. That we had to form our own part of Motown by doing Funkadelic. Because they moved to L.A. Right. By, right about the time we got out there and yeah. got our first hit record, so...
0: Very Gordy's a very ambitious man.
1: Yeah, and, and you know... <laughs> Smokey has been one of my favorite oh. role models of all my life.
0: There's an argument to be made that that might be the greatest songwriter of all time, Smokey.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's definitely up in there. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely... I mean, Motown had a bunch of great songwriters. Yeah. But he... He's definitely in that top five. Yeah, he's one of the I don't the know nobody. That, no, I mean that, you wanted
0: yeah. to go too. You in the top five no,
1: too? No, right? no, no, no. that. That was another thing. I had a, <laughs> another career, another style. Right. You know, I participated. I know you're in eras. More,
0: more improvisational. Yeah, more yeah, vibe. yeah.
1: But that brother's lifestyle has always been one to admire. Something to admire.
0: This dude. bucket hat. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by this hat. Where, where can I get this hat? Oh, yeah, I well, need to sell it on my
1: website. Do you see this hat that he's wearing? And look, you
0: know, right now is the age of the bucket. Like, the bucket hat never really went away. But no. right now, they really own the bucket
1: hats. That's crazy right there. Oh, like I said, this is the best backdrop to a, a lot of history, a lot of culture. Yeah. My wife did this. You know, she got she got P-Funk on everything. <laughs> no doubt. In my house, on every the rugs and everything. So... Right it's now part that. of that merch.
0: Now you have the hat on, but it used to be the elaborate hair.
1: It yeah, when well, you know i with... am 82 years old. I just had my birthday.
0: <laughs> happy birthday! Happy birthday! Okay, <laughs> you know? but I know that um, you started in the barbershop. shop and started with we, the hair.
1: Well, that was the that was the backdrop for us being able to to rehearse and prepare mm-hmm. to be a singing group. We wanted to be the temptation. The yeah, yeah. So we had to find a job that allowed us to practices together. So the whole group, mm-hmm. the five singers, used to work doing here, and we made people cool. Yeah. We did the do's in the process. Yeah. To James Brown say cut your do off. Right. The afros came in. He went back, though, to uh, the do. He went he back. He went back, you know, <laughs>
0: and it's nothing but styles. Yeah, 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 All yeah, things styles, that's go right. around.
1: All of it the, go around. Being
0: and free means being free, right? Being
1: free. All of it. For be, your mind you your ass for That's right. Free of the need to be
0: free. Free, free of the need to be free. That's bars. I just had to pause on that one for a second. Um, that's, that's that's bars. Um some people I've heard it said that the barbershop is a country club for black men.
1: Well, there's definitely a meeting spot. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> definitely a meeting spot, you know. Yeah. Folks hang around and play checkers and cards mm-hmm. and dominoes and talk shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'd be, it's a place to kick it.
0: That's right. That's right. You started to talk about this a little bit with the how you were into the rock and roll. And then we started wor- working with Motown. Talk to us about working with Vanilla Fudge and being influenced by Jimi Hendrix and how this oh. that sort of rock and roll Marshall amp sound starts to come into the Parliament Funkadelic
1: cycle. Okay, well, you got to t- imagine coming out of Motown, mm-hmm. Motown was the slickest doo-wop R&B that has ever been. Mm-hmm. And right at the point when we got our first hit record, I want to testify, mm-hmm. they were peaking. Great record, and, by the now way. you're getting the Beatles and the Rolling Stones mm. and Cream, Led Zeppelin, mm. and Jimmy. And they're beginning to be the primary thing on pop radio. Mm. Just as we get a hit record, and we could read that it was changing, and Motown went to L.A. for the movie thing. That was right. being in the beginning of that. So we had to make a serious change. Mm. And we picked the guy we knew, of the guy we knew was Jimmy James and the Flames was Jimi Hendrix. Right. We saw what he had done with Psychedelic, mm. and it was it was loud blues. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. Loud, now, yeah. Vanilla Fudge, we played with them on a show in New York, and we saw the amps they were using. We figured out this is how Jimmy's getting that loud music, mm. giant martial amps. Mm. We went, went back to Manny's a Musician Store in New York, right. bought all the amps they had. We had 20 amps on the stage. <laughs> we became the loudest. R&B band you had ever heard.
0: Right. Now, that record, Maggot Brain, right? Amazing
1: record. That was the end of that, what I was telling you. That was the beginning. And we had conquered that psychedelic sound. Start with free your mind, your ass will follow. Maggot Brain, we peaked it.
0: That that guitar solo. Eddie Hazel. Eddie Eddie Hazel, rest in peace. To take a word from the movie Almost Famous, it's it's incendiary.
1: Our intentions. All those amps. Yeah, those yeah. amps, the, the feedback to be able to master that feedback, which is what Jimmy did so easily. Yeah, Eddie was a student of that. Plus, he was a church boy, so he right. had all the soul in the
0: world. Right, like the church boys do. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like I said, we just we just modeled out from using our Motown experience to come up with something new.
2: Yeah.
1: And we by that time, you know, having been a songwriter on Broadway. I'd watched a lot of New York stuff, mm. you know, from the Elvis Presley, um, you know, all of those people. Come Jerry to get Lee songs. Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. We watched everybody come to get songs. Yeah. We knew the style is just like the Barbie Shop. Yeah. Styles come and go. Yeah. So we was never partial or married to any style. Right. Consequently, we had a little bit of all kind of styles. Yeah. Which was psychedelic in itself. Yeah. You couldn't pin us down.
0: That initial Funkadelic album, I feel like that's sort of a four, really strong forebearer of hip-hop. Oh, yeah. I bet you, um, sampled by, it was covered by Jackson 5. Yeah. Beautiful cover, right. in my opinion. Uh, BC Boys, Common, EPMD, Ice-T, all sampled this. The song What Is Soul, to me, starts to define the aesthetic of the group.
1: That was like... We were saying that actually, yeah. what is so? What is so? You know, it could, it's anything where that feeling get in there, we could end up calling it funk. Right. And we refused to let them change the name, even when it wasn't the most popular music. Mm-hmm. It comes back as the DNA mm-hmm. in hip hop. Yeah, You know, no matter which coach you on, they pick a version of that, whether it was Funkadelic, the old records like you saying, mm-hmm. which was Rock Kim, Public mm-hmm. Enemy, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Off, Flashlight, Knee All the later
0: one, records in one, the West Coast. Which
1: was called G-Funk. Yeah, G-Funk, uh, yeah. You know, then there was, you know, the South, the Dirty South. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you Zero know. Zero and
0: Scarface.
1: Yeah, Outkast. Yeah, Outkast.
0: So, okay, let me talk to you about Outkast for a second. Since you brought up Outkast, right? One of my favorite songs that you've ever done is Synthesize. Synthesizer. Synthesizer right? right? And I don't think people, I think you are underrated as a lyricist. Like I think, like like I can I read the lyrics for a second, just because I want to yeah, have man, it on record, me. right? Conceived under the influence of toxic, wasted doctors, computer bugging, debugging devices, and vice versa, and various viruses. Performing with laser light precision and verbal incision for a linguistic ballistic lobotomy, mind fucking you a psychosodomy of the medulla oblongata. Exit your mind down your spine and out your behind. This is lyrical acumen. This is the highest form of lyricism.
1: Well, it, it's it's like. You know, talking shit. <laughs> you know, it's like when my verb words jumps into action. Adjectives agitate, describing yeah. your reaction. Like possessive nouns, they cling to one another. Dangling participles, cliff hanging at the conjunctions. While if ands are getting butt fucked. <laughs> and synonyms, antonyms, harming them, rocking yes. them, Eminem and them, yes. slanging slang, popping puns for fun. When words come into play, they do it that way.
0: Word up! Now before we move
1: word, word up, the, <laughs> word up.
0: Before we move on from a Funkadelic album, um, how do you roll a joint with toilet paper? I need to know.
1: No, that that was just a
0: <laughs> that, that was just a mental. You know, I was like, because i I was like, yo, with toilet that, that, paper,
1: that shit is nasty. <laughs> you
0: know, like, the I'm so I'm so like the font, i have seen like Now with Free Your Mind, Ass, we will follow. You we have spoken about the impact of this album. Brilliant lyric, um, brilliant mind state. Y'all wanted to see if y'all could do a whole album on acid. Yeah. So how much is psychedelics and those type of drugs a part of the psychedelic oh, process? Oh, we part
1: too. <laughs> that, on that particular record, it was like it was like church for mm. everybody. Yeah, I mean, even people that didn't do it appreciated people that did it. I've you heard know? you call it witch doctrine. It, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's kind of, but it, you know, you look at virtual reality mm-hmm. that we're experiencing now. It's, it was like that for then. It, but it was drug-induced. Mm-hmm. But the whole society at that moment was in a pursuit of something they call peace and love. Mm. Now, that was corny as hell coming <laughs> from where I came from. Right. You about you both watch your back. Right. But we got to hang out there with all these thousands of people that was feeling that. And that war ended. You know, that that's, it was all yeah. about that war. Yeah. But the main thing was that once the war ended, you was back on your own. Mm. It didn't. Co- it was like a warranty. It didn't cover no more time mm. after that war because everybody got back to, oh, we got to go to work. Yeah. We got, you know, all those dreams kind of in it. That's and,
0: interesting. I never heard that perspective.
1: You know, and then, you know, you had the COINTELPRO. Yeah. You know, that was some, you had some help into yeah. coming to that decision because mm-hmm. you was no longer a cool hippie or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You was a... You know, crazy. Yeah. You know, so everybody changed again and went back to that two cars in a swimming pool of money and money always wins out. And the drugs you got after that are very legal nowadays. But they do the same messed up thing that those street drugs was doing once they started that. How much do it cost? Yep. Once that money got into it. Yep. That whole concept of trying to drug it out. Right, Big Pharma. Big Pharma got yeah. that, and, and you left to come up with these crazy versions of it that kids run, you know, that they do nowadays. Mm-hmm. And just like us, you have to experience it. We have to figure out a way to talk to each other. Yes, indeed. And I have no thought about what, I'm like 80 years old, I'm out of there.
0: Well, I mean, you gave us the blueprint. At that time, you making America Eats Is Young, which is a great title. Yeah. It's like an anti-war album.
1: Yeah you know but that was the softest album that we had <laughs> the, the imagery of it uh-huh. scared the hell out you yeah you know statue of liberty eating mm-hmm. babies with hypodermic needles mm-hmm. and you know so, it, yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing and it was meant, beautiful and it's a dollar bill yeah it was meant to just give you that but the songs was like biological speculation yeah sitting here vibrating and we don't know what we're vibrating about The animal instinct in me makes me want to defend me, makes me want to live when it's time to die. Mm. Y'all see my point? I don't mean to come on strong, but I am concerned. I believe in God, and I know that law and order must prevail. But if and when the laws of man are not just, equal, and fair, then the laws of nature will come and do her thing. Mm. She does not think. She works by instinct. Survival is her thing. Y'all see my point? Man, these words are so powerful,
0: brother. Yes, yes indeed. Yes indeed. Don't be scared. Don't be scared, y'all. This is around the time that Bootsy comes into the fold, right? In this album.
1: Yeah. Around yeah, this time. That, and... that was, yeah. He first came as um part of Funkadelic.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we had Bootsy in there for a minute. But Bootsy was a Bootsy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had to That's be perfect. He had to be his own thing. Yeah. And we recognized that immediately. Immediately, yeah. So I say, you cut some songs with us. Mm -hmm. I'll put a group for you together. And we got the members of his band Mm -hmm. with his brother. Mm -hmm. We call it Bootsy's Rubber Band. Mm -hmm. so we did a compilation of songs Mm -hmm. from Chocolate City. Mm -hmm. Let's take it to the stage. Right through uh, Mothership Connection. Along with Bernie Worrell, Gary Scheiter, and we call it the P-Funk Mob, mm-hmm. once we put Bootsy there with us with his band, there was at least 25 of us. Right, that's like a mob. One, like one group, along with the Pat Lewis and her sisters mm-hmm. who was Hot, Butter, and Soul mm-hmm. with Isaac Hayes. That's right. Who they, She was part of the first Funkadelic album Right. when I went to Detroit. So that whole family stayed together all the way up to Atomic Dog mm-hmm. in the studio. Junie Morrison joined us mm-hmm. from the Ohio Players, One Nation and Knee Deep. Mm-hmm. David Spradley joined us with Atomic Dog, mm-hmm. a Newbie and Nut. Yeah. So we have a lot of members that came in and out. Felipe Wynn mm-hmm. from the Spinners was there, but we all recorded we, with each other. The parlance yeah. the brides of Funkenstein. yeah, all of those.
0: I love the Midwest connections. then you at some point you started working with uh, Roger, right? Like, oh yeah, Roger. Dating as Ohio too. Bootsy and Roger yeah.
1: knew each other as kids. Mm-hmm. We got Roger. Yeah, we, that more bounce. We, we did that more bounce in the yeah. house. That was, you know, that was right in the One Nation flashlight, maybe yeah. time.
0: Flashlight, Bernie wore a Bernie. Rest in peace to Bernie. I got to know Bernie because he was in Yasin Bey's band. Yeah. yeah. Playing keys. And right. so I got to tour with him a little bit, got to know him. And um, talk to us about h- him working on Flashlight.
1: Bernie, Bernie, you got to know, we knew him in grade school. Mm-hmm. He went off and went to Berkeley and in, in Boston, mm-hmm. Juilliard, and got his classical training. Mm-hmm. So when he got with us, he had mastered the Moog and all of the first keyboards that Emerson Lake and Palmer. Mm-hmm. You know, Yes, all those groups. He he got that down. Mm -hmm. So by the time we got around to Flashlight, Bootsy was in that, Bootsy straight James Brown. Yeah. You know, kind of his brother had that pocket. But instead of putting a real bass on this track that Bootsy and his brother did, I took Bootsy's bass off. Mm -hmm. And I put Bernie on the bass playing a move, playing like Larry Graham.
0: Yeah. That's
1: That's his interpretation. He was doing what he thought Larry Graham would do on bass. But being on a moog, it was the brand new sound. Flashlight is a keyboard. Yeah. And everybody started doing the bass on keyboards like that.
0: Flashlight is, I believe, your most sampled record.
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't.
0: Out of all the records that people have sampled that you've worked on. Do you have a favorite out of all the hip-hop records? Not even hip-hop, just records that sampled you or, or the group?
1: I, it's hard because it, for different reasons, uh-huh. I, you know, like say Humpty Dance, for the reason that the way they their style, mm-hmm. that's one of the, that it was sampled more than anything in the world. Yeah. Their version of Let us Playhouse, mm-hmm. which was our off of our record. Mm-hmm. That record was bigger than everything. It was sampled more than everything. Mm-hmm. But that's what, and the way Public Enemy used to sample, they used to write arrangements yeah. with different samples. The Bomb Squad is highly they,
0: underrated. Yeah, uh, they uh, did G- that first Shock, Ice Cube album G- as well. Shockley, yeah, that, yeah. that whole Hank Shockley. Yeah. That
1: whole vibe, they made arrangement of multiple samples. Mm-hmm. Layered, and layered and layered, and like a wall of sound, actually. Right. You yeah. could actually go back and play that with the instruments. Mm-hmm and it'd be its own thing. Yeah. You know, but lots of people had some great versions of it. Now, in Mothership Connection,
0: if Funkadelic was the album that was the one, Mothership Connection was the two in terms of, like, hitting hip-hop in the face. Like, these records, these the songs on these, this, this album is so important to hip-hop. Like it's, it's hip hop does not exist. I mean mothership connection yeah, album. Without that album, that era. Yeah, um, the chronic
1: did have quite
0: a bit of The Chronic and, and just and other records like um Taylor Rufolf gives us MC Hammer. Yeah. You know what
1: I'm saying? That gives us yeah, yeah, MC yeah. Hammer
0: sound. Yeah. Um the movie Undercover Brother.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they the way them.
0: that music is used.
1: Yeah, they used to play cosmic slop.
0: Cosmic slop. Let's talk about cosmic slop for a second. My father collected records, but cosmic slop was a deep cut.
1: Yeah. So I didn't know that record. Yeah, that wasn't a, a single. Yeah, so
0: the first time I heard the phrase Cosmic Slop was uh, uh, Red Man had a song called Cosmic Slop. Yeah, he
1: was under the He, was a, Eric Sermon. he was the Red Man Devil.
0: Yeah, no, he yeah. was. He's from my home. That's right, he's from he's from New Jersey. Yeah. Red Man was early. Frick like, Red cities. Man, he's the funk Dr. Spot,
1: yes. the oh, funkedelic no. devil. Oh, no, he he's, was there He's all a time. child
0: of this.
1: Yeah, he was that early, too, when he was a kid. When I, he was DJing. I knew him, yeah. Yeah.
0: But Reggie had this Cosmic Slop record. And just that phrase, Cosmic Slop, I was like, that's such an ill way to describe a sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I came to learn it was y'all record. Um, man, this Cosmic Slop Have record. Have you seen the movie? we uh-huh. we, 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 had, Hud- we had Reggie Hudlin on this show. Now, I watched Cosmic Slop on HBO as a kid with my pops when it came out. And I would mention <laughs> it to people. No one knew what I was talking about. I'm like, it's this, look. It's it just, was banned as soon as it came out. Yeah. I'm like the aliens came to take all the black people. George Clinton is in it. People didn't believe me. They're back. <laughs> yeah, man, it's great. Shout out to Reggie Hudlin. Yeah, He's he's a George Clinton super fan. He,
1: right out of college, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, St. Louis, I knew his mother and father right out of, mm-hmm. you know, when they first came to college, they was intellectual yes. folketeers. Yes, That's a Folk very that's a very uh,
0: special family. They come from a very yeah, academic roots.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just...
0: It's good black folks right there. Black excellence right there. Yes, yes. Um House Party. The way he used you in House Party.
1: Yeah. The, the brothers used you yeah. in House Party yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know crack one over the head with the record.
0: Right, right. Take it to the stage, sucker. <laughs> like just the way that that introduced that, that, and I think cinematically, that and atomic dog in Menace to Society reintroduced your music to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um Mothership Connection, P-Funk, the shows start to get spectacular. Now we got the mothership coming down. Where did that come from?
1: That had to be a part of the momentum that I was feeling being with Casablanca Records. Okay. Knowing the history of Neil Bogart and Cecil Holmes, how much they Mm. promoted records. You know, I'd watched them my whole career up until that point. I knew he was on some capable hands of being seen. Mm -hmm. So I told Neil... Help me get a space. We got a hit record. Mothership, it was a hit. Mm -hmm. So before we take the royalties, you know, which I know we're going to get all of them anyway, you know, get me a spaceship. Get me a line of credit. Right. And he got the spaceship. I knew how to take a spaceship and not only take Mothership Connection, but to take Bootsy's rubber band, to take Brides and Parlette Mm -hmm. and all of that on a trip that we didn't have to turn around. I watched Pink Floyd. With their big productions, the wall and all that, yeah. we wanted to be bigger, not only uh, than any black group, mm-hmm. but bigger than any group. That's right. When we came out with that prop. So we got almost a million dollar spaceship prop that lasted for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we were still riding it in 94.
0: Yeah. We were still riding it. That- Which is why when Dr. Dre comes with Let Me Ride... The sampling that record, they sampled so the, the video. They sampled the video. That's yeah. what I, and that's the first time I had seen that. Yeah, I didn't grow did up first, seeing that. First time I seen that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on MTV, like, okay. That, yeah, because we, we didn't get record.
1: on MTV the first time. Okay. That's right. But the second time around, mm-hmm. we did, and I'm like, i am buying my time now. Right. I know how the business works, and you grow. And, you know, I was out there like most star mm-hmm. entertainers when they peeking. We was out there having fun. I wasn't taking care of all the kind of business that you do. Mm -hmm. But um, I knew I had to clean it up. Mm -hmm. And when I cleaned it up, I would catch everybody off guard. Mm. And I finally did that. And at that time, I was able to recapture the copyrights. Yeah, Getting all the copyrights back now. Fight for our legacy with all the family members, getting them all together. Mm -hmm. Ben Crump is the lawyer.
0: I was gonna ask you about that. Shout out to Attorney Ben Crump. I seen you was at the thing where they named a school after him. Yeah. Um, but I know that y'all have been working to to make sure that artists get their rights back. Which for me, you know, me and Yasin Bay, we have a group, Black Star, and so we're fighting to get the rights to Black Star. We we never signed those rights to nobody, but this album has been sold illegally for years. Yes. And so when I seen the work you was doing with Ben Crump, I just want to thank you for that, brother.
1: Oh no, we got we got the band together because the the idea is to keep us separated. Mm-hmm. And fighting each other over one reason or another, mm-hmm. you know, when all it takes is for us to talk to each other and discuss it yeah, and figure out what it is that yes. it's going to take. Because it's hard. This thing is organized for you not to catch on.
0: That's right. That's right. This It's designed for us to not make no, any money. right,
1: And to be bab- babbling at each other, mm-hmm. you know, we can do that for fun. That's why we did. Let's take it to the stage. Let's
0: take it to the stage. You know, you got
1: to do that as a joke because we learned right. how to do that when very early in school, your mama. Right. That was your that was your protection. Once you learn how to accept somebody talking about you and you can live your life and get over that, then you're cool. I never heard
0: your mama jokes put quite that way. Oh, no. And yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. you, you're exactly
1: right. I mean, it got so deep with us. so You know, somebody dropped something and make no, your mama. Right. We, we don't even know who did it you're or right. what yeah. it was about. Right, right, right. But that, it was a reflex. Right. But once you got over that and you don't have to kill a sucker because they said it. Right. Then you can actually think. because so People will push your button. Mm-hmm. And, whatever, and they don't have to be your mama. They know what to say to take you there. Yeah. Once you can get around that, it's like dancing your way. Out of your constriction.
0: Yes, indeed. I want to thank you as well because I do People's Party and I've been doing it for a few years now. And um, I've always loved journalism. But the first real interview I ever did was I somehow was was hired or asked to do an interview with you for your for your book that came out. This was
1: 2000-something, a few years back. They banned it right after that. They banned the book? Yeah, I just, I just not too long ago. Went to court, won the case. Uh-huh. Now the book is back out.
0: One nation under a groove. It's not just a song. It's a philosophy. It's a mantra.
1: Same one. Same one. We are, got to be on the one, all at one, because mm-hmm. um, that's all. it's going to take that. Yeah. And we're evolving at the same time, so all of us is changing, and we don't know what nature got in our DNA. That's right. What we're going to change, too. That's right. And don't... It, you look at history, you can see that nothing stays the same mm-hmm. in our thinking process. It's going under some serious renovation right about now. That's right. Reality is debatable. You know, you got virtual reality. You're going to have AIs and... Now know, we
0: have not just the truth, but we have my truth and we have your yeah, truth. that's what and I'm saying. Your truth. and All of it. We is, all got a different truth.
1: It's getting the upload and yeah. something is going on. And we just got to be, we can't be so in our feelings that we don't realize that don't take covered wagons no more Mm -hmm. that people fly planes, you know. Mm -hmm. We might not like it, Mm -hmm. but we have to be very careful about how we disapprove of anything. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm I'm glad I'm up here. I mean, I ain't got to deal with it like that. Right. But I imagine I wouldn't want my kids to be as confusing as it seems like it's getting.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's hard to even... You can't be mad at nobody Mm
2: -hmm.
1: if you... I mean that's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Just pick somebody and just say you did it. Anger, right? You, yeah, that's. But you know you're in your feeling. That's human. Yeah. In a minute you're gonna be having to partner up with computers, AIs, robots, and all of that is real.
0: Yeah. You've been speaking on that. Like I said, you were pioneer with Afrofuturism. I feel like you traced that from, you know, the mothership to cosmic slop what Reggie did, like to what you talk about now to what you were talking about on Synthetizer. Like, it's it's.
1: You've been on I'm it. painting now, and my interest got gravitated to dough guns, you know. And that's a serious XM, you know. That's the planet they yeah. say they're from. They had that information, right? Three. Four I got a new years. I got a new
0: song out with Blackstar. I would say um, the doggone tribe sort of starts without telescopes. When you have no God, you start selling folks. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, okay. I'm paying attention. Well, that,
1: I'm, I'm painting the picture for this.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Um, you just came back from Casablanca for real,
1: right? Just got back from over there, yeah. and boy. Humphrey Bogart, really. <laughs> so They know. was on, they knew what they were talking they about. They knew what they were talking
0: about. <laughs> now I want to talk to you about another alias. Very important alias for hip hop again. And I'm sorry I keep tying you to hip hop, but it's like no, that's my entry me point. To you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Uncle Jam wants you. You got the Dr. Funkenstein producing. You got
1: Uncle Jam on the record. You were here to rescue dance music from the blog. From the blog. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to, you can't get mad at disco because mm-hmm. records was good one by one. Yeah. But when you put that all together, it looked like they pimped one beat. Right. And so we were saying, you know, it ain't bad. It's, matter of fact, it's good, mm. but not the same one. If it's the same stroke in making love, you can fax that shit in. <laughs> You know, nobody, you're right. you going to ruin it. So that's all we were saying, let's, you know, comically rescue dance right. music from the, that was knee deep. But it was also, you were leaning into the Huey Newton, Black
0: Panther oh, imagery. Oh yeah, when
1: I, I knew that. I that, knew that that imagery right there was yeah. a, a cool urgency yeah. to do something.
0: And so, this is intersectional, right? Because it brings in NWA because Uncle Jam now becomes a, Uncle Jam's Uncle Army. Jam's you army. had your own army. Yeah, an army of DJs. Who has an and army that was of Ballacat
1: DJs? I cat and Dre. Yeah, we they came to us and asked us could they use the name for their club. Right. And we said, was the army was getting bigger,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and that Felipe Win was uh, our thrill sergeant.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, from the Spinners.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Uncle Jam. That's where NWA started out. That's their breeding ground.
1: Yeah. Um, now
0: you mentioned not just me yeah. knee, knee Deep. Um, Knee Deep, like you said, at this point, now Funkadelic is ubiquitous with the West Coast. Right. With the West Coast hip-hop sound. I mean, this is before hip-hop, but this is like the start of West yeah, Coast hip-hop, right? Right, right, right. Um, from X-Clan, Funkin' Lesson, yeah. to De La Soul. We just had De La Soul on the stage, yeah. just now asking him about me, myself, and I. Rest mm-hmm. in peace to Dave Jolicoeur. But um, De La Soul changed my life with that record. But, I mean, Knee Deep, man, I, I DJ at the club still to the, right now. And I hardly do a party without do playing Knee Deep. That's one of
1: my favorite. Yeah. And that's one of the songs that Junie Morrison from the Ohio Players came, just you had know, just joined the group. We did One Nation first mm-hmm. and Knee Deep second. And he was, heard me singing this song that I used to sing acapella. Mm-hmm. She did Freak, never missing a beat. She did Freak, not just Knee Deep. She was totally to deep when she mm-hmm. did Freak mm-hmm. with me. He said, why don't you record it? Mm-hmm. I said, man. It's got a three-fourth, you know, part that I don't think people can dance to, you know. Round and round the floor. She dancing and I love to get away with her. I said, it's three-fourths. You, know, you know, you can't, he said, it can be arranged, man. <laughs> he came back with the yeah. track. He said, sing it just like you always sing it. And I started singing it and everything fitted
0: perfectly.
1: Wow. I mean, damn. Then I just took, Everybody in the, in all the bands, because everybody's on that song. Yeah, Everybody. it's gorgeous. There's like 50 voices on there. It's
0: powerful, it's beautiful, it's excellent, it's gorgeous. That record is very long. Oh, it was, yeah, it was 15 minutes. Right, you were influenced by, is it true, you were influenced by Fela Kuti and what Fela was doing. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was he was over here and he was getting, getting ready to run as president.
0: Right. The, the black president. Yeah, right. don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. His son, uh, Sean Kuti, is on my new record. Oh, yeah. And the day, the week we rolled out, we did a video for the song in Ghana. And the, the week we rolled it out, he got arrested for getting in a fight with a police officer. I was like, like father, like son.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: He's out now, he's good, but.
1: Uh, yeah. A uh, female? Yeah.
0: No, not Femi. Femi's the older one. Yeah, okay. Sean is, is, is younger. But I, I've done a lot of work with Femi. Me and Femi are on a record, on one of those Red Hot and Riot records. Okay. And I was, I've done shows with him. Yeah. In Europe. He, Femi, Femi's in my music video. Yeah. I did a video, Hostile Gospel with Just Blaze. I flew to Lagos. I filmed the video in Lagos. We filmed the video at the shrine. And in the video, Femi's performing, and I'm performing on stage with him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So I'm tapped in. Like, I, my, my son's middle name yeah, is Fela. I've, I've been watching, yeah. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Let's talk computer games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great record. First solo record. Um, still got a lot of P-Funk family on it. Right. Um, I love free alterations.
1: Yeah, that was that cloning information that I had. Yeah. You know, you can get free design, you know, genetically. Uh-huh which is what they're doing to all the food now anyway. Mm-hmm, that's right. They're doing it to people. And you can get free alterations, you know. That was a funky version right. of that. It's uh, a
0: beautiful record. Yeah, yep. like,
1: like the, the computer game. And that's when I was realizing that the computer was getting ready to be all that. Right. You know, I realized that information and to be able to acquire that quick and manipulate it like that was going to be something deep in it. Matter of fact, I did a commercial for Apple. Okay, to reinvent. I'm gonna have to Google that. How to reinvent yourself?
0: I think I remember that. This is this was later, right? This was just...
1: yeah, just a little later. Yeah, just, I remember just that. Not not the new computer. It was before they had personal computers. Yeah, but I I felt that that was gonna be that and cloning was the two things that I thought was getting ready to be really deep. Already oh, was a Star Trek freak, so. I was ready for all this Um I virtual. am also a
0: Trekkie. Live along the yeah, process. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a Trekkie. Loopzilla, this record for me as a New Yorker, you shout out New York radio stations.
1: Yeah. Yeah, BLS. All I tried about quite a few city radios. Yeah. Matter of fact, that, was the, that hurt the record, because <laughs> each city was jealous of the other city that was shouted out. There's uh, this a record by, by
0: Puff Daddy and the Locks and Little Kim called All About the Benjamins. Yeah. And at this time, Hot ninety seven was the main thing in hip hop. Right, and Puff says on the record, every day I have my word on your hot ninety seven every day. Miss and mess you up with And Yeah, they had to censor that out, so when you hear it in other cities, you don't hear that.
1: Yeah, right. That's yeah. what it was. But you now did that they, first. Now they are playing because it's antique and it's you know it's history. Yeah. But we did that because we saw what they were looping was getting ready to be the concept with you know with samples. Yeah. So we said we're gonna make fun of it. That's what you were doing. That's part of my Man's Best Friend. That's right. We looped one little part, and then we looped it for like 22 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. And we came back and sung all our favorite RV songs of it. Yeah. There was no issues with the sample clearance of that? Oh no, it was, wasn't, but a second, it was the medley law. The sample, inter- I mean, the issues came after the person that was sam- uh, suing people on my song. Mm-hmm. Once they started suing people on anything, they made that sample thing a real bad situation. Yeah. yeah. And that's why most people don't sample no more of it. You've been
0: very fair with the samples. You've been very, you've made statements saying, go ahead and sample me. You've talked about it continuing a legacy, but you've also been about your paper.
1: Yeah, no, you can work it out. Yeah, well, let's work it out. You can work it out just like you work out somebody covering your song. But the people that were suing on behalf of us, wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. They was getting as much as they could out of it. Yeah. And knowing they didn't have to come back and answer to it.
0: We had Bob James on the show. And um, you know, he talked about how he was very uh upset when yeah, he started they, hearing a lot of these records. And, yeah, they and, said and, that a lot. And, and I could get I could understand that. And what I was explaining to him was for for you, Bob James, who's a white dude in jazz, you are seem unattainable. You seem like an alien or some young black kid from the hood who just picking up a dusty record. He don't know the origin of it. He don't feel like he could even get in touch with a Bob James. But you stayed in touch with the
1: people. It's a new reality for kids. They they figured out ways to make music. They don't know about the intellectual property. Yeah. It was supposed to be up to the business people to not let that happen. But since they didn't have to lose no money. Nobody didn't know. Yeah. They just did it with each other. You sample my artist. I'll sample your artist. Till the law come and get us. Yeah. You know. Plus the music went back to the people anyway. You yeah. Recaptured. But they want to get paid. My wife told me stop talking so <laughs> <laughs> We
0: we got we got this info. We got this. We we, we needed do. this info. We need to get this info. Um, I got a couple more questions. I want definitely want to ask about Atomic Dog. Yeah. Because Atomic Dog, is one of the greatest pieces of music of all time. Um, I mentioned House Party and Menace to Society and, and What's My Name by Snoop Dogg. But in 2020, you were officially inducted into Omega Sci-Fi because of Atomic Dog as the theme song. This is, this is serious business. Oh, yeah. You can't just be doing all the stuff that they be doing without being in the frat, right?
1: Well, they made it I was 80, so I can't do the steps now. <laughs> but, um, no, I was grateful for that a long time ago because they used to invite me to a lot of the conclaves, And mm-hmm. but I was glad to become officially a part of it. Mm-hmm. AJ from uh, Atlanta took me in there, and then my brother Ben Crump is one. Yes, that's so right. So I'm definitely proud to be, and we were getting ready to re-release their version of it in November. And have a whole a new version. You the, had the, the, all the hundreds, thousands of them stepping at once.
0: Man, to, I love it. I want to thank you for making "Smell My Finger."
1: Oh, that's my boy, Prince.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, it was Paisley Park book. Records.
1: Yeah, I love working. Pa- Paint the White House Black.
0: Man, that record long really influenced long. me as a kid. Uh, rest in Peace to MC Breed, Shout Out to Cam, Ice Cube, Yo-Yo, yeah. Dr. Dre on that.
1: Chili Peppers.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, did, did you produ- producing for the Chili Peppers, them being on these records. Um, you know, I'm a kid from the 90s, so this was, you know, the, the, the Freaky styly and, you know, Smell My Finger. Smell My Finger and uh, Cinderella Theory, these were on Prince's label. Yeah. They're not really available like that. They will be. They will be. Yeah. Okay. We need those. We need that music. Um, I got one more question for you, brother. Hit me. What's next for the absolutely iconic, always genuine, legendary George Clinton?
1: All I can do is um, stay tuned. It's it's definitely something getting ready to happen. Okay. It's going to be major. I mean, we're doing lots of recording uh, collabs with a lot of people. A lot of Mm -hmm. major stuff is getting ready to jump off.
0: Brother, we love you. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. We thank you for your time. We thank you for your energy. I also heard about this trap album, but we'll talk about that off camera. Yeah,
2: I don't
0: know about that. <laughs> uh, reach, reaching for litness. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, we gonna cut that part out
1: though. No, that's <laughs> right. That's cool. Okay, we can keep that in. That's cool. Yeah, no, man. That, that is what I was trying not to say. <laughs> <laughs> I you let know. the cat out the
0: bag. I didn't mean to do it. I'm excited. I'm too excited for new music, ladies and gentlemen. Show your love for the wonderful, amazing George Clinton.